Arizona straight to the line. There's the snap to Murray. Murray looks left, pumps once, looking, looking. A lot of time. Now he throws, and it's intercepted by the Lions. Picked off down the left sideline. Oromorier picks up a block at the 30, 25, 20, Amani 10, 5, and he's spun out of bounds right there. I see you, 24. I see you. Welcome back to the 20 Minute in the Huddle podcast. I am your host, Tim Twentyman, the senior writer for DetroitLions.com. And I am joined today by Brian Duker, who is the safeties coach uh, for the Detroit Lions. You joined the team last year as a defensive assistant. Uh, before that, you were with the Baltimore Ravens for three years, and, and you held a title of defensive analyst. And I got to start there, Brian. All right. So, you're, you know, it's week 16 you guys are facing the Steelers on Sunday what does John Harbaugh dump on your desk on a Monday as a defensive analyst just speak to me a little bit about that role and and kind of what that job entails absolutely shoot on a Monday all right so Monday so then I guess we're just going over the game before uh so much of that job for me was really just helping our defense coordinator guy Wink Martindale it really just in any way I could I was kind of his right hand man so that entailed or entailed a whole bunch of things. So you know, Monday would be immediately game review, going over, doing a lot of stuff. The wink, you know, grading the guys, having you know, but also a self scout from us. Okay, what do we do? What was successful for us just from that previous game? Okay, and then as soon as we basically finished that, then it was immediately start spinning to the next opponent. Okay, so now getting ahead, breaking down, um, you know, had certain areas responsible for two minute things like that um, would help with, you know, some different things. And so I had all my different areas of the game plan that I would kind of have to present and, and they give reports to Wink and have those ready to go and then pass those on to Coach Harbaugh as well. That was early in the week. And then as we get going later in the week, now it's a lot of, you know, spending time together. Wink and I spend a lot of time together putting the call sheet for the next opponent together. Okay. So it's consistently doing that. And then I was also in a helper with the defensive backs there. So whatever, you know, came up with with that room with uh, Coach Chris Hewitt was the defensive backs coach. And things would come up there and, you know, after that, it was any other thing that showed up. I just view that as like you in a little. It sounds to me like a ton of film, right? That's so absolutely. like you have this little corner office that's like dark in the you know in the little secluded place in the building. That's the defensive analyst office, yeah. like right there. So how much do you enjoy now? You have the title now of working with the Detroit Lions safeties. Yeah. So so how much do you like that role of working with players? Now I'm sure you did that as a defensive mm-hmm. analyst as well, but it's more about you know you've got your own room now. You've got that. That kind of thing how much do you enjoy that aspect of it now this role for me is a ton of fun this is the most fun I've ever had coaching football this is awesome um, in addition to so that all role there was a lot of like you're talking about the film and some, some things like that some really deep dives on self-scout and you know some some numbers involved with that as well but this is an opportunity to kind of really just be able to focus on the defensive back group and really use safety specifically and it really, all, all I get to do is spend time with them and think, how can I make them better and put tapes together for them? And, it, you know, guys come in and meet with me and watch practice all the time. So it's just, it's so much more daily interaction with yeah. guys. And, and it's really talking, it's the football side of it specifically, right? Yeah, and so the that, fun part, right? Exactly. So, but how does that job as, as a defensive analyst, defensive assistant, how has that helped you, do you think, in your role now as the new line safeties coach? Oh, it helped me a ton of ways. I, first and foremost, it's just the constant exposure to, all right, the more and more tape you watch, okay? So you watch so much tape, you really get familiar with route concepts around the league and things like that, uh, protections, run game, and that really easily lets you kind of communicate to the guys what can be expected here, kind of gives you all some tips for, okay, what, what's coming for us formationally, you know, and, and then also gives you the opportunity just, you know, my time there was able to spend a lot of time 
some defensive backs room and just learned a whole bunch of football there. Yeah. You know, things I'm able to echo to the guys here. Now, you were an intern in Cleveland, I think, 2016. Is that uh, correct? Somewhere right around yeah, there? Did you cross paths with Aaron? Yeah, AG, so all? AG was on staff. He was a thing. Okay, so you've got a little bit of a history with AG. What was that conversation like last year when he's like, hey, Brian, I want to bring you on? That for me, knowing AG and what kind of guy he was, and AG was just awesome even in my short time. You know, we just overlapped for one year in Cleveland, but I had a ton of respect for him. I, you know, obviously just, just like the kind of person he was and, and knew the kind of football coach that he was, I, I knew he'd be successful as defensive coordinator. Yeah. So as soon as he and I talked, I was very excited about the opportunity to come here and, and work under his leadership. So you've got a bachelor's and an MBA, I saw. Yeah. What's your bachelor's in? <laughs> I got a bat. I'm a dual major in economics and sports management. Economics and sports management with yes. an MBA in. With, yeah, and I got a master's in business, yep, and just, or with just a general business focus. And it was always football for you? I mean, yeah, was... I don't really use either of those right now, but it's, uh, it's fun to have, I guess. <laughs> you, know, um, you come you come over from a defense where you spent three seasons in Baltimore. Um, obviously, you know, tops in, in terms of fewest points, fewest net yards while, they, they, while you were there. Fourth um, in force fumbles, fifth in pass defense. I think they had eight pro bowlers in your time there. When you came over here and what they're trying to institute and what AG's building there, when you look at someone established like Baltimore and then you come over to something trying to get to that point, what's the biggest difference do you think? Why was that defense so good in Baltimore? Was it just a matter of player scheme? Is it mentality? What is it about what do you guys need to do to kind of build that kind of consistency that you got used to when you were in Baltimore? You listed multiple things that I think it's really all of the above. Is you know, yeah. there's a long version of that answer. So first and foremost, we had great players, right? Great players make you a yeah. great defensive coach. So and so part of us building a great defense here. Obviously, you can see what we've done over the past couple of years and the things that start to Brad right right away, right? right? But also then our ability to develop those guys. Okay, so guys like even just uh, you know Jerry Jacobs and AJ Parker. I'm just thinking of undrafted guys last year that contributed a lot for us, right? Like so, Brad gets us great players. We develop great players. So first and foremost, it's the players. Okay, I think kind of after that, the things you get into, just having great scheme. You know, obviously that's something we have here with AG that I feel really confident in. And then just kind of one thing that always kind of stuck out to me there was they expected to be great on defense, right? Mm -hmm. And so just kind of instilling that belief in the guys. And and part of that confidence comes from it really, ex really, I would say exceeding the your, your goals, right? Okay, so guys coming out, if you, if you generate success, then you expect to continue to have success. It comes straight, confidence comes from demonstrated success. And so as the guys had success, they got really confident and they expected to play great defense. Yeah. So I think as we grow here, those guys have the expectation to play great defense. And then there's a certain standard you hold yourself to in practice based on that, okay? Or there's a certain standard you hold yourself to in the game. It's not okay for little mistakes to happen. It, 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 there's not okay for me not to run to the ball because great defenses run to the ball, that's right. what we do here, right? Like, and it's just the guys having that. So you're working with the safeties, which means you're obviously working pretty closely with Aubrey Pleasant. You know, kind of a, a you know high rising kind of coach, young coach in this league, interviewed for some defensive coordinator jobs. Just what's it been like working with Aubrey and just the energy? It seems like he brings. You almost feel like you have to match that sometimes, don't you? <laughs> so you're absolutely right. So sometimes it goes. So it goes both ways. So sometimes AG or AP just go is so high. That I'm almost like, all right, let me be the calm one. Sometimes you're, you're, you're even it out like, a little right, bit. AP, AP. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, also just you know, so I, he and I, I think, are a really great balance together. It's been awesome for me working for him with him. Really, 
I've learned a lot of football from him, and that was even part of you know, the conversation we talked about earlier with me talking to AG about coming here. I was really excited knowing that AP was here and, and just knowing his reputation around the league and knowing that I was somebody else going to be able to learn from. So it, it's been awesome. I mean, he's great every day. He and I in there just really enjoy it. I've learned a ton of football and, and just – you know, he and I have really grown. I feel like together in the second yeah. round, it's been awesome. One guy that's that's the uh, Brad brought over in free agency, uh, Deshaun Elliott, a guy who obviously you know, you know, from your time in Baltimore. But just what kind of addition can can he be to the Lions? I mean, obviously he dealt with injuries last year, only played six games, but I think it was 20, 2020, I mean, he played sixteen games and you know. 80 tackles, some sacks, some tackles for loss, got his hands on footballs, forced a couple fumbles. Just what kind of player are the Lions getting if Deshaun Elliott can stay healthy? Deshaun is a great player. I was very excited with him being available, just knowing first and foremost like what kind of person he was and what kind of football players. This guy really likes football. Yeah. This is a good person. He likes his wrong way. He loves football. He <laughs> is all about football. So I knew that we were going to get a tough player. You know, Just going back to some of the things that Coach Campbell always talks about, like grit being a huge part of us, Like I knew right away there was no question that he was going to fit our culture and even per- help perpetuate our culture amongst the team. So that was really, really important. And then I've seen him. I know he's a really rangy safety. I know he's a hard hitter I know he's got really good ball skills so I just thought it was a perfect fit for us how do you like that pair with Tracy too obviously Tracy re-signed this offseason you know Brad and Dan have both said he's kind of one of those core pieces to this football team um you know, when you watched Tracy last year and you've watched the cut-ups and everything else you know what does Trace need to do to maybe take that next step be that top echelon type safety in this league is it just as simple as ball production do you think he's already that guy maybe I'm, I'm so, speaking I- I'll let you answer. <laughs> I, I started laughing, and the reason I started laughing is because the number one thing we, we kind of joke at Tracy about is just catch the damn ones they throw to you, right? So he had <laughs> he probably dropped a few picks last yeah. year that like what you know would, guys would have started to talk about him in kind of that upper echelon category of safeties is he was able to catch those. I, it really I think, is just small production at some point, right? And, I mean, the guys but who he's get there interceptions. He, he, he dropped a few dropped last a few. year, right? So, but like, so I don't even want like, but he's getting a really good position. Um, he. He'll catch those this year. I'm, yeah. I'm confident guys will kind of see. He's already, in in my opinion, in the upper echelon of safeties, and I think the owners in the league didn't perceive him that way last year because of his pick production. You know, that's that's a big part of the way guys are judged. But, I mean, the, the things that he's shown last year was just tremendous leadership, tremendous communicator. He has great range. He's very instinctive. The things um, that we're kind of growing on this year just continuing to try to take it even to the next level with that football awareness will continue he's kind of grown as a tackler and then the ball production is going to you know the pick production is really going to come with that and he's he will be recognized by this year I think so it sounds like from your description of both guys it seems like a pretty nice tandem like those skill sets seem to fit you know, they, pretty well together and we do, saw it, you know, like it's helmets and shorts right mm-hmm. I mean we got to wait till the pads come off before you guys can see anything yeah. but um you, what you've gleaned so far, pretty nice pair there at, at that safety position. Yeah. Nice complementing skill sets. Yeah, I think you could see it at practice that like those guys, two great guys that love football, like they get along great. Like yeah. those two already have a really good dynamic together, great communicators, and really good skill sets. And both of them are really kind of versatile players, can do a number of things. And so it kind of really lets us be multiple. And I think both of them kind of recognize by having the other guy, it, it opens up part of their game and kind of lets them lets them be more multiple and they're really good like disguising together yeah. they're really on the same page it's been really fun to watch so far so they made some changes to the front seven they're going to be more of attacking style after being kind of that three four read and react it, it's more kind of getting on the heels of the offensive lineman attacking same thing kind of with the linebackers um i had uh, calvin shepherd on the pod last week we talked about that but how does that affect you guys now on the back end some of those changes on defense oh yeah well first off you know uh, 
a little bit of the change you kind of referenced there. Mm-hmm. We're a little bit more attacking up front, right? Yeah. So first of all, I'm hoping is that we get a bunch you more can. sacks and then the ball's <laughs> out, but get the ball out a little fast. Um, and then kind of deeper dive more into that more scheme wise I would say the biggest thing is probably run fit wise there's going to have to be times that the tempo of the safeties in the run fit will probably have to speed up a little bit relative to last year okay. at times almost because of the penetration um, and just kind of the, the fits are going to be a little bit different some of those things will happen a little bit faster for those guys when they're coming down into the box that probably the tempo which we did that is probably a little more increased is it still a split safety look yes okay. yes that's who we are on defense gotcha yes. and and when you talk about guys coming down in the box, is it nice to have a guy like Deshaun and Tracy? It seems like both guys can play that role, so you can be a little bit versatile with how you use those guys in the back end because it looks like the skill set from what you described of the run fits that those both of those guys can play that role. seems like it gives you guys some versatility back there. I, I think absolutely. That's one of the things, just like you kind of referenced right there. And the same thing we kind of talked about earlier, those guys being interchangeable. Um, some teams are really structured. If you look at it, they have like designated box safety and a designated deep right. safety, right? And you can kind of get a tell, okay, where's the box? safety oh that's where he's coming and down. you can scheme against that a little bit offensively Absolutely. a little bit better i think it's a good indicator for the quarterbacks a lot of times oh this guy's coming right. down right so they so don't don't run it to this guy if he's yeah, yeah. coming down with us being really interchangeable they don't really know that at all and we we can kind of plug you know plug guys to different spots and, and i think it just lets us be a little bit more attack oriented as a defense a little bit of the news in oh in the first week of otas was a uh, fatu melifanu uh, detroit's third round draft pick last year um you know dealt with injuries really a rough rookie season for him but showed some signs at the end of the season he's playing really well at corner you guys have moved him he's he played both safety and corner at the first open OTA practice what was it about him his skill set that you guys liked at safety and and maybe just speak to how he's transitioning into into playing kind of a dual role for you guys yeah absolutely um I guess the first thing with if is that if is such a unique athlete Mm -hmm. he's really a great chess piece right so he can cover body types that right. that not everybody can, right? It's so six three two ten. If you yes. if, if you don't know out there, who, so, you know. So he's great. He's a to big have. guy. So if based on his size, by week it might be a different person to line up at different spots that we mm-hmm. need him. So it might be a really big outside receiver. It might be a tight end. It might be, but he his best matchup every week could be a lot of different places. For that reason, Give him the more roles. different places <laughs> that he can line up for us, it just he's just a general DB. So don't think if it's a corner, don't think it's a safety. He's a DB, and he's a really good matchup guy. And so for us to kind of be able to easily plug and place him where we need him, he just needs to know more on the back end. And he's so smart, and he grasps it all so well that it's not a problem at all. So we said, go ahead, let's put this on his plate, and that'll just kind of let us kind of put him in the best positions. As a defensive coach, how nice is it to have a piece like this? Because this is a matchup league, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're always trying to find those and, and some of these tight ends that you guys are having to defend now I mean are, are unbelievable I mean such matchup watch some of these slot corners and some of these big wide receivers out wide how nice is it to have a guy with size 6'3 210 can runs 4'4 um, can, can cover and can play some of these different body types just how much of an advantage is it as a defense coach to have a guy like that it, that you can match up it's with? It's great. I've, I've heard the phrase before, like in bat, or you were with receiver court, you're trying to build a basketball team, right? Yeah. you got some little guards and some big forwards, right. and you're trying to mix That's and match. That's a good analogy, yeah. Well, guess what? We're trying to do the same thing as DBs <laughs> now. Okay, yeah. So we, you know, we've got If out there. He can cover. He's kind of a, let's call him a forward for us. He can kind of cover those some of those guys. Yeah. You know, I mean, we had a guy like Mike Hughes who's got a bunch of quickness, right? He can kind of cover some of the smaller guys. So shoot the same way the Celtics are trying to find their matchup for the Warriors right here, it's right? We're trying to do now. the same thing here on the back end. One guy I want to talk about 
Kirby Joseph, um, yeah. draft pick this year. What was it about him? Uh, you know, had a, a long, distinguished career at Illinois. What was it about him that jumped out to you on tape, and, and, and how does he maybe fit into the mix as well? The first thing that jumped out to me on tape about Kirby was his ball skills. Yeah. No question. The guy Former had wide receiver. Productive. Yeah. Yes, yes. Super productive in college um, and really instinctual, so was able to put himself in the right position and then ha- has very good ball skills, can track it really well when he gets it. Like, Just really good athlete. He shows up on – I watched him and Tracy do those backflips out there in practice. Yeah, yeah. I was like, my gosh, this kid's athletic. <laughs> so I, right away that's what jumped off the tape to me, just really good ball skills and shows his athleticism, his body control, his ability to track the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that was what jumped off. That's what we were like. That, we want that, and yeah. that's kind of what made us go get him. And since he's been here, he's been awesome, extremely. And you know, as far as we talked about Trace and Deshaun earlier, and how much those guys love football and really study it, Curbs is getting right there with him, right? And yeah. it's awesome to have those guys ahead of him, so he can kind of see what what good good vets look like. But Curbs getting right there with him. He's just the younger version yeah. of it, so he's just right there, just giving everything they, they've got to offer him as well. You like young guys that attach themselves to vets like that too. Like, you should. You have to, right? If, if you're a smart young player and there's a good vet ahead of you, yeah, and they, this guy's had success in the league, uh-huh. and you're not trying to learn everything you can from him, like you're crazy. Like, why would you leave that out there? So, how hard are you guys on film study? Because being a former guy whose job was film, film, film. I mean. Are you, are you hard on these guys to, 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 to watch the film, to be prepared, or do you not have to be at this level? And, and maybe the guys in your room, do they, do they love that aspect of it? Do the, they the take guys pride in, love in that? Yeah, yeah, the guys in our room, it, it's easy. They love it, and they're, they want as much as they can. So they'll, they'll come all the time and try. It, it, for me, it's very easy. It's not – I'm not – obviously, I, I'll spend a whole bunch of time with them and, and, and you know, give them everything I've got, but I don't, I'm not poking and prodding them to do it. But, you know, we're, and we're able – because they're so smart – I would say we're really able to have kind of in-depth conversations and, and anticipate things that we see, and they kind of understand the big picture and put it all together. Is the is the um, terminology, the language, the changes that they've made on defense, is, is, uh, do those affect you guys a lot too, or are things pretty much the same in your room? Or I, I guess how has the transition been to some of the new pieces on defense? It, it, it's not new language, is it, other than just maybe some different scheme-type stuff? Or is the adjustment – real big this offseason? I would say the the biggest way is just kind of uh, how we attack up front. That was yeah. kind of one of the things we talked about, right? We did change some of the verbiage. We're always trying to make it easier, right? We're yeah. always, every year, it's our job as coaches to put a really great but easily learnable and digestible package together. And so every year, you know, we'll, it, I'm sure it'll change every year, but okay, so from last year being our first year, I think probably the biggest jump in or the biggest change in language will be from that first year to that second year. Yeah. So I, we, it did change. I wouldn't call it dramatic. It was more just try to streamline some things and, and, and make it easier for the guys to learn. All right, Brian, big picture. Yeah. The Lions' defense is better in 2022 if what? What, what's that big piece, do you think? Like, how do you guys take that big step? Because, look, the numbers are with the numbers. And, and look, you guys played a lot of young guys. Yeah. And you guys improved defensively from the beginning of last year to the end of last year. But what, in your mind, kind of speeds up that, that, that process for you? You guys are a better defense if you can do what better than you did last year. Yeah. So my first thought, you said the Lions defense is better if. Well, you could take the if out. The Lions defense is better in 2022. Okay. <laughs> That's kind of how I felt immediately. Yeah. Um, 
let's go back to the players, right? Because as we talked about earlier, it's all about the players. Right. Okay, so the first way it's going to be better is um, we continue to grow and add to the roster. Brad's done a great job, you know, adding to the roster over the last two years, just guys through the draft. And, and then you bring in a good free agent guys. That we, You know, some of the guys we alluded to earlier. Right. Deshaun just coming to mind as, as one of the safeties. And so I think, all right, so the development of those guys continuing to grow. And, you know, all these guys are – got a really young roster, right? Like, so just the development of those players alone – is yeah. going to make us better on right. defense. I think additionally from the coaching side of it, things that we've done to make it better in the same way that we just talked about, okay, we, we, every year we're trying to make it better. So after year one, we kind of took a really deep dive and a really hard look at ourselves. Okay, what did and did not work for us? And let's try to streamline this package. Let's really focus on what works. Let's have enough compliments off of that to make us still be able to attacking an aggressive style defense. Um, I would say that's it. Better players and a the scheme kind of packaged together with it. The changes on defense, do you think the ability to affect the quarterback is obviously huge? And it doesn't have to be sacks all the time, as you know. Mm-hmm. Getting a guy off his spot, hurrying his clock so that you guys on the back end get, you, get your hands on footballs and make plays. Um, the, with the scheme changes and some of the players that they've added, and some of the guys are getting back. You know, Romeo's obviously a big piece there and mm-hmm. adding Aiden. Do you think that aspect of it and being able to pressure the quarterback? I mean, your 30 sacks were third fewest in the NFL last year. I think second worst pass rush win rate when that aspect of the defense is better doesn't everything just kind of fall in place behind it as well and was that one of the big things you guys targeted as hey we've got to be able to affect the quarterback a little bit better because it'll help every single aspect on defense the the no question that's true right obviously as as the front gets better and we're able to uh, i would say maybe finish some of those stats because even i i know some of the stats you just cited but if you watch tape last year i do think there was times that our guys were good at getting them off the spot and kind of affecting the quarterback and speeding up his clock but maybe don't have the sack production to match that and maybe the numbers to back that up but i do feel good about what we were able to do and some of the players we were able to have to affect it obviously even continue to grow on that'll be good and and that'll help us on the back end because the ball will be out quicker but as a safeties coach here on the back end well shoot we got to cover them longer than the sacks will come so let's yeah. just you know what i mean i think it's a give and take on both sides of it just from talking with you now you seem excited about this year and what this defense can be when i talked to calvin last week it was the same thing just there is a genuine excitement you, you've got i think one player over 29 years old on this entire roster mm-hmm. you've got young players how the defense performed the second half of last year versus the first half of last year, and then these players who are going to take big leaps. We talk about the, the the biggest jump in development usually with the players from year one to year two. So mm-hmm. all those things combined, you seem generally excited about kind of the direction that this defense is heading and the improvements that Lions fans can probably expect. Yeah, no question about that. I feel very good about the direction of the defense. I feel very good about the direction of the team as a whole. But I'm just speaking very specifically to yeah, defense, yeah. I'm very excited. I'm even you know just that the, the uh, dialed in menu there. Just more very excited about the direction of the secondary and us being able to you know what I mean. I, don't, I think we got a lot of good players that maybe don't get the recognition around the league that they should, and, and this would be the year for those guys to kind of Prove make it. jump as well. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. You like where the safety room is at, the versatility you got. We talked about some of the individual yeah. guys, but it seems like a pretty good mix of skill sets and the depth. Um, that was one of the positions with linebacker, maybe a few question marks heading into the offseason, but you feel pretty good about the, the depth and, I, and kind of what you guys have in that safety room right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about the safety group. I, you know, obviously we talked about Tracy and Deshaun. Okay, those guys being great communicators and good veterans at this point. We talked about 
about Kirby being a really good young prospect guy who's up and coming. We talked about if is the matchup piece, right? But you know what I mean? That'd be you know we would be doing negligence to not CJ Moore is another I was guy. Say CJ, who's been a great special teams player for us, and is a really you know loves football, goes in there, tough guy. Is another good matchup piece. Yeah, the speed and plays a bunch of dime reps for us. And is really versatile. Uh, you know we've got other guys coming on. Brady Breeze doing a great job in there. Savion Smith's doing a great job as well. So I don't want to discount those guys. No, as well, for sure. So. so it should be yeah. a fun training camp for Absolutely. Lions fans to watch that safety right position now, and kind of see how it plays out. <laughs> Absolutely. Awesome. Well, Brian, thank you so much thank for joining you. me. Appreciate it. That's another episode of 20 Minute in the Huddle. Appreciate you guys.